The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. And on the line we've got Graeme Cowan, who is a mental health and resilience expert. Graeme, good morning. Uh, good to have you back on the program once again. We spoke to you last week about Are You OK Day, but I thought it was good just to touch base again given the Victorian lockdown. Yes, there's certainly been a lot of disruption, hasn't there, Mitchell? Well, there has, and uh, here in regional Victoria, some really good news as of yesterday that we're out of lockdown today, but I know a lot of people do listen to this program in metropolitan Melbourne, uh, whether it's on the other side of the bay in the Mornington Peninsula or the western suburbs of Melbourne, so they'll be still doing it tough, and I suppose we also have to plan for the inevitability of lockdown seven. Well, it's always a possibility, isn't it, Mitchell? We've certainly learned that. And and I think that's what people have found most stressful is just the uncertainty of it. It could just change so quickly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm calling from Sydney and we thought that we were over it, had it under control, and then suddenly, you know, we're in a, lock, uh, a long lockdown ourselves. You just can't predict the future. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I mean, Sydney is just at a whole other level. We went through it last year, so we know perhaps a little bit about what it's like. But um, that real uncertainty that you have, which is potential, you know, another month more um, of lockdown, it's uh, hard to come to terms with. And I suppose that's what people said um, in that COVID poll. 757 people surveyed. They thought uncertainty was the biggest challenge of COVID, 48% said that, and 37% saying that the biggest challenge was isolation from loved ones, and both of those things are connected to lockdowns. Yeah, very much indeed, and it can be easy to really fret about things we can't control, and uh, I think it's incredibly important to just focus on some of the things we can do, and, you know, they can be things like, you know, making sure we plan plan a great walk the next day, and really be determined to get outside, get some uh, vitamin D, some fresh air, call a loved one while we're out in that walk, and uh, and also just really try to be very, very present. Uh, these are all things we can control. We can also, you know, choose not to look continuously at the news updates mm. because, quite frankly, they're just quite overwhelming at times. And, uh, yeah, it's little things like that that we can do that do make a difference to our mood. Something I know a lot of people would find daunting, and I find it daunting as well, is uh, the daily numbers that come out, and you'd be the same in New South Wales. And you have absolutely no control over the numbers that come out, but those numbers determine whether you're more likely to be moving towards the easing of restrictions or more likely to be locked down. So a lot of people are on edge about those numbers every single day. It's like a ritual, but they can't control them. Yeah, and I must admit, I look at them each morning as well, but that's all I look at. And, you know, I, I just really try to do one day ahead. And uh, you think about the, a week, but just concentrate on what we can do each day because uh, there's nothing to be gained by wondering because it is outside our control. We can do our part and wear our masks and isolate and get our vaccinations. And uh, I just got my second one yesterday. And they're all things that we can control, which hopefully will lead to a pathway out before too long. We don't know exactly when, but before Mm, too long. Before too long. Um, So you do have those four rituals that you say will make a bit of a a difference and help with the uncertainty of lockdowns. And um, as you mentioned, one of the things that you think is important is planning the day ahead. So I suppose that's something you can control is what you're going to be doing tomorrow. 
Yeah, and you can plan that you've got some good things to look forward to. You might, you know, just think, okay, who's a, a friend or a family member I can call tomorrow? Uh, where can I get some exercise? Uh, you know, is there something I can look forward to? Go up and get a, a takeaway cup of coffee if it's allowed in, in lockdown. But uh, and, and then the other thing that is also really important to do, Mitchell, is to also, no matter what sort of day we've had, to 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 be grateful or write down three things we're grateful for. And um, there's real evidence by Martin Seligman, the founder of the positive psychology movement, that shows if you write down three things uh, before you go to bed each night that you're grateful for, no matter how, how small those things are, that it does help to reset our brain if we do it for seven days in a row. So, uh, you know, when things go right and wrong, we have a heavy emphasis something about the things that go wrong but it's really important that we all just uh, also take note of the things that are going well and um, how lucky we are um, you know to be in a country like Australia where, where there has been pretty good coverage of it you know the uh, the vaccination has gone as as we'd hoped but uh, a lot of things have gone right and it's uh, important to also be thankful that we haven't had nearly the deaths that there have been overseas um so yeah sometimes it's easier to uh, add up all the things that are going wrong and all the negatives in your life and i suppose they then amplify each other and have that sort of effect of really dragging you down sometimes it's just easier to do that than it is to think about well actually we do have a lot going for us and there are a lot of reasons to smile yeah well we as humans do have a negativity negativity bias and it comes from being you know, cave people on the savannah and needing to be hyper alert, you know, for saber-toothed tigers or or other dangers. That's part of our DNA. And so we do have to make a conscious effort to think of the good things as well. And I did see um, someone on social media talking about, particularly to the people working in hospitality and saying, you know, that one coffee that you give people in lockdown, you know, that can be the best part of their day or that one interaction that you have with the customer just asking them how their day is going could be the highlight of otherwise being stuck inside and being locked down. So it becomes those really small things in lockdown, those small things that you do still have that um, can help and can make a huge difference. Yeah, it's funny to say that, Mitchell, because uh, I have my lunchtime. I'm looking forward to going for a little jog up to the cafe and having a, having a coffee. <laughs> that, that is one of the highlights of my day, so you really picked it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and, yeah, our thoughts are very much with you up there in New South Wales because, as I said, we have been through it, and uh, hopefully you're out of it sooner rather than later. But um, I just hope that people take your advice to, to hand and I suppose just try and get through each day, day by day. It's a bit of a cliche, but it does work. I think I've found that if you start to think too far in advance and think, oh, you know, we're still going to be locked in next month or next week, that's when you start to feel down. But if you just work through things hour by hour or day by day, it's a different feeling. Very much so, Mitchell, very much so. Well, look after yourself, and I'm sure we'll have you on the program at some point again, so thank you very much. My pleasure, Mitchell. Uh, mental health and resilience expert Graham Cowan with us there. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11, or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.